0: what's up dub nation this is the we believe golden state warriors basketball podcast a sports ethos presentation sam orlick here we got the warriors coming off of two wins back to back the lakers and the hornets a lot to get into here so let's just jump right into it uh first steve Kerr and the warriors have agreed to a two-year 35 million dollar extension um this lines up steve kerr's contract with steph curry's curry has two years left on his deal and both of these contracts run through the 25 26 season uh also draymond's deal lines up with that as well except i think draymond has a player option uh the year after that so interesting um great to see steve kerr get locked up at least for two more years makes sense um you know, money wise when we've seen what some of the other coaches have been paid recently, Greg Popovich and uh, Monty Williams. Um, this is certainly in line with what, you know, top-tier established coaches are getting paid. And then, you know, I I think you'd like to hope that you get Steve Kerr beyond this this stretch with Steph Curry, but at least this gives them um this gives them, you know, consistency here that you at least have Steve Kerr with this team um, for the duration of Curry's current contract. And then we'll see where it goes um, in the next two years. So first let's go back to the Lakers and Warriors, which was Thursday night Uh, coming out of the all-star break. A lot of uh, enthusiasm, optimism, looking at the standings, feeling good about how the Warriors played. Uh, No LeBron James, no Gary Payton. And, um, this was kind of back and forth early. Uh, Anthony Davis and Curry were battling it out. But then really in the second half, the Warriors took over. Um, didn't really give the Lakers a chance to get back into the game. They had a double-digit point lead and basically maintained it. Um, coasted through the rest of the game. Um, was definitely a you know balanced effort. Warriors got uh, 32 from Curry, 20 from Wiggins, 12 from J.K., 10 from pods and 17 from Trace Jackson Davis. They were 16 of 41 from three, almost 40%. Um, Jackson Davis and Clay Thompson had some really good chemistry going on there in the second unit. Clay had at least three or four assists to him. Jackson Davis was uh, just doing a masterful job rolling and finishing at the rim and providing that uh, offensive threat. That was really great to see. Curry had one of his quintessential games, knocking down a bunch of threes, attacking um, Wiggins has just really come alive here and and continued to do so coming out of the all-star break. He looks like he has all of his confidence back. His shot looks really good. His free throws look good. His defense looks good. Uh, Excellent to see Wiggins kind of rounding into form. And then love to see the young guys, Kaminga, Pods, and, and TJD, the other three guys in double figures for the Warriors. Also, of notable news, Draymond Green hits his first second half three-pointer of the season in this game against the Lakers, and I went ahead and pulled up the numbers um, because Draymond Green is shooting a career best from three overall, but it's just been astounding that he has yet to make one in the second half this season. So going by quarter on the season, Green is shooting uh, 36 out of 66 in the first, which is good for, or sorry, uh, 22 out of 41 in the first for threes which is good for 50, almost 54%. 11 of 18 from three in the second, which is 61%. Then into into the third, one for 11. So this was the one that he made against the Lakers. Uh, And then in the fourth, 0 for 8 uh, in OT, has not attempted a three. So kind of makes sense, I guess. Draymond Green just not having the same legs and lift um, in the second half as he does in the first when he's feeling more fresh. But I love the recognition that he, you know, 20 or sorry, 41 attempts in the first, 18 in the second, 11 in the third, eight in the fourth. So trending down, meaning that, you know, he is aware that he is hot and locked in early in games and he feels really comfortable. It looks really good. It's money. More often than not, um, he's knocking those down at a really high level. So that's been really huge for the Warriors to get Draymond Green knocking down wide open threes. And it just continues to amaze me that teams haven't figured this out yet because they give him those threes. Um, and he's shooting, you know, like I just talked about, 54% in the first, 61% in the second from three in the first half. And teams are just giving them, uh, giving him this shot. So anyways, um, on to the next game. This was tonight. The um, Hornets coming to town. Uh, GP two would be back for this one. Um, warriors win 97 to 84 and man, this was just, this was just a hard game to watch. Quite honestly, um, not good offense, not good execution offensively, at least for either team. Um, you know, warriors get, uh, five guys in double figures, but nobody had more than 15, um, Curry would have 15, Wiggins 14, GP2 12, Pods 13, Clay 13. Um, Warriors 13 of 42 from 3. That's 31% versus the Hornets 11 for 39 from 3. That's 28%. Um, 32 out of 88 from the field for the Hornets and the Warriors were 38 out of 89 um turnovers were also pretty even 21 to 18 warriors had a lot of turnovers but so did charlotte and they didn't get they didn't capitalize because they weren't scoring um the really the only place that the warriors created separation was on the glass out rebounding the hornets 62 to 49 so um this was just you know a lot of missed shots a lot of turnovers uh whether it was missed shots from three at the rim um and this wasn't you know warriors lackluster effort or kind of um, trap game where you're playing the Hornets and they don't even have LaMelo Ball, their best player, and it's the second game of the back-to-back. I mean, Warriors showed up with energy. They were playing hard from the get-go. You had pods draw three three charges in this one. Um, Curry was locked in taking a bunch of shots. Shots just weren't falling. Um, guys clearly, you know, at least, you know, that's vet, on the team um, not having the legs to hit shots, and so it ended up being a defensive battle uh first quarter score was like 22 to 15 um so it's like yeah you had the 7 point lead but you only put up 22 points yourself it just really spoke to kind of the tone of the game but um you know warriors built an 18 point lead it was up to 23 at one point and um basically you know had some had some struggles uh early mid fourth quarter the the Hornets made a little bit of a run I mean they cut it to uh 13 eventually so the game was kind of hanging there like it was a you know a couple more baskets and it might have been a little bit closer but it still kind of feel fell out of reach with just how bad both teams had been offensively it felt like you had scored enough to win this one you just really needed to make sure you didn't turn the ball over and, and give up easy buckets um you know, unfortunately, at the end of this game, uh, Lester Quinones. you know, there's there's like a two second shot clock differential. Warriors have the ball. Quinones goes for a layup. Um, bridges comes over and goaltends. And then this turns into a, a scuffle where he uh, bridges pushes Quinones. Um They kind of get into each other's face or or start talking to each other. And then Grant Williams flies in from across the court, him and Quinonez like lock heads and they're saying stuff to each other. Um, you know, a lot of players and in, in security kind of gets into this big, uh, this big scrum um, on the court at the end of the, at the end of the day, uh, though, no punches were thrown, um, but ended up being four technicals. Quinonez got two and then Williams was ejected for instigation, but I think, I don't know if they gave him one, one technical or two And then Bridges also got one. So I think it was just one and one on Charlotte and two for Quinones. Just a really bizarre kind of of end-of-game sequence, unfortunately. I mean, the game's out of reach. Uh, Charlotte had been playing really hard. They're, like, doing presses, and they still got their starters in. Meanwhile, Warriors had emptied the bench um, for the last three or four minutes. They had, like, Moody, Pods, Quinones, um, Jackson, Davis, and uh, Guy Santos. So, um, you know, Warriors are just trying to get their guys some minutes at the end of the game and execute and just play good ball, just trying to not pick up the unnecessary uh, turnover. And uh, Hornets just, guys just kind of acting fool, honestly. You know, I'm kind of confused. I didn't really see Quinonez do anything to warrant two technicals. Um, a little bit of a head-scratcher there, so I'll be curious to see what the league does after the game. If they go back and rescind them or anything, um, but impressive win nonetheless. Avoid the trap game. You don't. You have one of your worst offensive nights um, from basically everyone on the roster, but your defense hangs in there. Second game on a uh, second night of a back-to-back. Really an easy one to kind of phone it in and give up the big lead and and let Charlotte back into this game. Charlotte in the mean uh, in the meanwhile had been coming into this game on a four-game win streak. Uh, they had just kind of embarrassed a few different teams, Indiana, Atlanta. So, you know, they showed rust. They showed like a young, inexperienced team, but um, they've also won recently. So this this definitely wasn't like an automatic win. You needed to go out and win this game, and you certainly didn't do yourselves any favors um, offensively. So this was really just a, a defensive battle, uh rebounding battle on the glass, um, and minutes-wise, interesting to see Steve Kerr kind of get creative here with minutes. I mentioned it was the it was a back-to-back. So Curry and Pods played 31. Wiggins and Kaminga had 28. Draymond and Clay had 20. Saric and TJG had 15. And then GP2 Looney and Quinones played 10. So um, kind of just interesting to see the distribution there. Obviously. Uh, limiting Draymond and Clay Thompson the most with 20. I think that's what stands out to me. Uh, And Draymond was also somewhat limited in minutes against the Lakers as well. Uh, Green played um, 20, 21, uh, and Thompson played 28. So, honestly, silver lining, right? I mean, you have this back-to-back. You need to win games. You're not in a position, the Warriors, to be resting guys. It's a second night of a back-to-back, and then you're going to play Denver, which is going to be three games and four nights. You certainly have a lot of games left to go, but you need to win these games. Uh, But you also need to not, you know, run your guys ragged going into the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see how Kerr kind of balances all of that, but this gives us a little bit of a glimpse. And when you've got contributions up and down the roster, when you've got guys like, uh, Pajetsky stepping in as a connector when Draymond's not on the floor, um, Kerr kind of unlocking now this Saric TJD combo that he likes to go to, um, at the start of the second and fourth quarter, getting Saric out of the five, um, you know, still giving Looney a little bit of minutes, um, kind of the last, uh, chunk of, of the first, um, of the first quarter and the third quarter so I like I like the rotation here it feels um it feels pretty balanced and you know Chris Paul's on the cusp of a return so we'll see what that does you know he'll likely take minutes from Quinones, but curious to see what options and how Kerr kind of mixes that all together and uh Clay Thompson you know continues to come off the bench um he looked good in this one uh like I said one of the Warriors scores in double figures with 13. Um came out missing his first few shots, but then he hit three threes. Um in what was it the fourth quarter? He kind of got hot there. Um had a couple threes taken away from him from an from an offensive foul on the screen. So good to see Klay Thompson active. Um didn't get any assists. The night before he struggled um against the Lakers shooting one of nine from the field, one of four from three, but five assists. Like I mentioned, him and TJD had a lot of chemistry um, together in that game, and and that could be something for Klay Thompson to build upon. Um, But it's going to be situation-to-situation basis, and that's what's so great about these guys, that it's hard to play in Steve Kerr's system because it's not so one-dimensional of, okay, Clay, go out there and get five assists every night. Um, Maybe that worked against the Lakers because of the way that they were defending. Um, but then you have against the Hornets, he Clay Thompson needed to be taking shots because on a night where nobody was hitting shots, um, Clay and Curry led the Warriors with three threes apiece. And um, you know, other than a few guys who were kind of low volume, Clay was, you know, three for eight pretty good. Um, all things considered when you look at the overall shooting from three for this team. So um Yeah, I think Warriors are certainly off to a good start. It certainly helps that the um, Pelicans and Suns both lost. So that puts the Warriors three games behind the Suns and um, five games behind the Pelicans. Sorry, four games of the fifth seed Pelicans. Um, So Warriors are moving on up. And uh, at the end of the day, you need to win. And so the Warriors are certainly off to a good start here with back-to-back wins. going to be a great big test um, with the Denver Nuggets ending this three-game homestand. That would certainly be huge to uh, be able to beat the Nuggets after the last time they played them and Jokic hit that um, 40-foot three-pointer game winner. So... Um, that's going to be a great matchup. Really excited to see that. But again, Warriors off to a great start out of the All Star break, and uh, a lot of things to be excited about here. So Sunday's game is an early one, four p.m. start. Uh, kind of a weird one. So those Sunday early afternoon games can always, you know, throw you off your ro- your routine and and um, just kind of change the flow of things a little bit. So let's see if the Warriors can um, get things moving early against Denver and uh, put themselves in a great position to win a very important pivotal game against a very good Denver Nuggets team. That would certainly go a long way in helping them um, within the standings, with their confidence, uh, especially after the last few tough games against some of these better opponents that they've um, they've dropped. So it would be really great to see them. Uh, take care of business here at home. All right, that's all we got for you guys. Uh, Once again, this has been a We Believe Golden State Warriors basketball podcast. If you haven't already, please give me a follow over at Twitter. That's at SD Orlick. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll catch you on the next one.